All right, welcome everyone to another EOS Community Fireside Chat. My name is Stefan, I'll be your host uh, for today. And we've got a great show for you lined up with a lot of people already here in the chat live on Discord. If you want to join in the discussion uh, by text or by audio, you can do that on Discord. Uh, join the EOS community server at discord.gg front slash EOS dash network. And, but other than that, you can also listen to us live on Twitter, live on YouTube and Facebook as well or catch us on the replay. So whichever way you're joining us today, thank you for joining us, whether it's your morning, afternoon, or evening time. Uh, hope you're having a good day. And let's get this show started. All right. Let me pull up my list of topics here. And uh, so today we'll be talking about uh, Pomelo. Of course, final, final week for Pomelo season three. Uh, we'll be talking a bit about this new Bywire show, Jeff versus the Metaverse, that uh, was dropped earlier in the week. <laughs> Thought it was pretty funny. Um, we got the Mandel 3.1 that was released. We've got some nice tweets from Eve, Nathan, and Patty this week. Uh, Mel, I'm going to give you a quick server mute. And... Um, We'll we'll talk with Perry about uh, the new dnews.zone product that he's launched and maybe touch a bit upon the EOSIO coalition meeting and updates. And then afterwards, during the community, the, during the open mic session, uh, maybe we'll hear from some Pomelo grant owners that maybe uh, missed the earlier pitch session, which happened one hour ago on Twitter spaces at Pomelo Grants on Twitter. All right, um, before we uh, get into it, a few topics to mention. You may notice that Zach and Eve are not here today. They're currently live at the Futurist Blockchain Conference in Toronto, which is the largest blockchain conference uh, in Canada. So, uh, so they're out there representing the EOS network, spreading the good word about the new EOS. So we wish them uh, the best of luck. And um, if you, you know, they've, they've shared a few photos on Twitter so far. So I encourage you guys to go check that out if you want. Okay. So let's get into it. Do we have a, a Michael? We're going to start with Jeff versus the metaverse. What is this? Why are some of our favorite community members now cartoons? And uh, yeah, what, what more is coming with Jeff uh, versus the metaverse? Hi, Stefan. Hi, everyone. It's Michael here from uh, Bywire. Stefan, we, we have to stop meeting like this. Uh, it's getting a bit <laughs> awkward now. <laughs> hi, hi again, Michael. Of course, Michael was on the Pomelo pitch session just a few moments ago with us. But uh, thanks for joining us yet again, Michael. Uh, so it's always a pleasure, uh, Stefan. Uh, I'd just like to uh, introduce the uh, my uh, my my co-incredible human being, um, Mark Davis. Uh, he's on the chat today. This is his first uh, EOS Fireside chat, um, and he is the director of the uh, Jeff and the Metaverse animated series, uh, and he's the writer as well. Um, I'm just the measly co-writer. Um, so uh, if you could give him a warm welcome, Stefan, that would be wonderful. That was the, the least warm. <laughs> Sorry, I was late, I was late on my I was late on my sound effects there. Let's make up for it. 
Yes, now it's a thing. <laughs> you know, you know what the secret of comedy is, don't you? Sure. <laughs> Timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome, Mark. Thanks for joining us uh, on the fireside. Uh, it's nice to be here. So, what have you been up to lately? Well, we've been putting this thing together, this show, and um, I th it would be really interesting to uh, gauge what people's reaction is to it, to be honest, because obviously we've got our intent and our sort of uh, idea of what uh, our, our, uh, our show is about and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the meanings behind it and uh, the purpose of having such a show. But uh, it would be really good to hear what people's reaction was to the trailer. Yeah, for sure. So if, uh, if some of you here have seen it, we'd love for you to jump on here and uh, share your thoughts a bit. In the meantime, I'll look for that tweet and I'll, I'll share it in our, in our voice chat as well. And if anyone has any questions they want to ask us about the show, about anything, just feel free to do that. Um, but just to let you know, I mean, we, we, we created the show because we want to grow EOS as, as big as possible. Um, and ultimately, too much of the EOS content is, is same old, same old, right? Everything is like, you know, shilling, you know, DeFi, LiFi, MiFi, HiFi, all of that stuff. And we just wanted to come in with something fresh, something different, um, and also something that would entertain people, but also that would go further than EOS. Um, which is, you know, kind of why we included um, Zatoyishi um, and a few others. Um, the rest of the season will have people like Vitalik in it and Hoskinson's and, and lots and lots of other people as well. So we've got a lot of surprises lined up for you guys. Um, but if anyone's, anyone's got any feedback for us, let us know because we're dying to hear. Yeah, uh, I watched the trailer and it's cool. It's, it's, it was awesome, really. So... Uh, uh, is it coming to Netflix? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Comedy Central, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah it, the, no, it, it, it was great, actually. You know, it was. Uh, I, I don't know much about uh, the US history and stuff, but uh, the trailer was awesome. I was a bit confused at first when I saw that pop up on my feed. I'm like, what is this? And then as I was watching the video, definitely got a few laughs out of me. And you got me curious and uh, wanting, uh, you know, to see more. Kind of, kind of reminds me of this, uh, the Bitcoin cartoon that was being produced, like, I don't know, like two years ago or something. Um, I really liked, I really liked those, those episodes. Uh, so hopefully we get something kind of similar. Seems like, you know, similar in terms of, Cartoon, entertainment, funny, lots of inside jokes for our community. Um, so yeah, ho I'm hoping we can see more of this Jeff versus the metaverse. Well, yeah, and also uh, in the tweet, I, I kind of replied, uh, are we getting laser gun standoff? So do we get one in the future, maybe? <laughs> we get 22 episodes, that's what we get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, they are blitzverts, um, but we'll allow it to be defined as episodes. Um, but yeah, yeah. If, if you want to see more, you, you basically have to love us in public. You have to show us how much you love us. Um, and you have to put in a few EOS onto our Pomelo, please. If we can get one yeah. or two EOS, everyone on uh, who's on this call, and if everyone who watches it, who's in the community, just chuck us a couple of EOS, then we can uh, make sure we make the 22-episode season. Um, 
And the whole kind of context of, of, of this show is, is you know, it's set in the future. EOS is the, uh, is the number one currency in the world. Um, and the former billionaires, people like Albuquerque Jeff and Mark Bot and Elon, are tasked with um, saving the world and returning capitalism. Um, but all is not what it seems. Awesome. Love to see this show. Uh, yeah, so what's the, uh, what's the uh, grant name for this on Pomelo? Um, we don't have a separate grant because um, you're only allowed three. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have three already. Um, so you can just support the Bywire grant, the main Bywire grant, um, which is forward slash Bywire. Um, yeah, if you could, everyone, you know, chuck us a few EOS. It makes all the difference. Um, but for us, we would really, really love if this community would see it or see fit to make us a top 10 project on Pomelo. Um, it would be great for our marketing, but it would also, it would mean the world to us because we produce a lot of work. We do it every single day um, and we give most of it away for free. Um, and that's a, it's a huge lot of, it's a huge amount of work for us, a huge amount of effort. Um, but hopefully you guys are enjoying what we do. You like it. Um, and if you do, we'll carry on doing it because we love doing it. We love this community and we love all the people involved in it. Um, so yeah, we're just really in love with everyone. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Felix here. Uh, I, just, yeah, I'd like to add and, uh, yeah, support to what Bywire is doing with, uh, you know, with uh, across the the various grants they have, uh, the the Jeff versus the, Met, versus the Metaverse, uh, I think has tremendous potential because this can this can really um, you know help broaden um, the the amount of people that we reach to you know more mainstream people that they it, it'd be cool they start watching this and they're just enjoying it because it's it's talking about you know main main mainstream culture stuff with with Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, and then we tie it in with EOS. And then, then when people start to dive deeper and to realize that this gets, this was funded by EOS and the community, I mean, th- this is a tremendous way to get, you know, a lot of, uh, of good adoption. So I, I'm in full support of it. And yeah, I just wanted to broadcast that and, and great work by wire, uh, Michael, Mark, uh, also, I, I think it'd be beneficial a little bit too, if, if Mark kind of shares uh his experience because he's got some some pretty sweet experience in in um in editing and, and with the projects that he's been a part of well uh yeah thanks for the uh <laughs> thanks for the baton pass there um yeah well it's great that you completely get what we're trying to do with it which is you know it is just kind of get a broader appeal get more people involved to people maybe who are interested in crypto or whatever even people who are just interested in mainstream pop culture like you say you know we even got John Travolta in there. So, um, I, I think uh, my background's in in filmmaking. That's where my background is, and um, as well as making a few feature films myself, um, I've been an editor on some uh, really big shows, stuff like Black Mirror, The Crown, Peaky Blinders, uh, Sherlock, um, and uh, I've been doing that for many years now. So um, it's kind of great to sort of involve myself in something which is really kind of new and transformative. And that's kind of, uh, you know, and also can play to comedy strengths as well. That's awesome. Um, oh, that's that's great that you've been on Black Mirror. I love that show, actually. It's, it's actually the yeah. only show that I've had to turn off because it was too real or freaky or scary 
or uncanny or I'm not too sure what it was, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to finish this episode. And like, was that the uh, was that the pig one? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't exactly remember which. I don't think it was that one. Um, and oh, then it, actually, that way. <laughs> it, it actually got me thinking, doing some introspection. I'm like, what? What? What topic is is making me so uneasy here? And does that have deeper meaning of some sorts? But uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was reading is uh, I was reading a really interesting fact about sci-fi um, today, actually. And uh, what's really interesting is that um, it used to be very much for young males, and it has progressively became become you know very evenly split um, split amongst genders and really broad age range. And a lot of the people who watch sci-fi tend to um, you know tend to be people who are interested in learning more about the world and completely are able to kind of believe in sort of they're more curious about things like science and facts and stuff which is all stuff which obviously bioware is about um and obviously setting this in the future and it, it obviously is a sci-fi in in that in the same sense that uh, black mirror is a sci-fi and i think that it kind of you, you get a certain sort of audience with with that who are curious and interested and you know, engaged in bigger ideas that you don't get with other genres. Um, and I thought it was a really interesting kind of a study, 2018 study um, about sort of the type of people who engage in sci-fi because some people just won't, just don't like science <laughs> or sci-fi. <laughs> they just don't like it. Um, whereas people who um, are interested in sci-fi tend to sort of have a much broader sort of um, idea of, you know how complex stories can be and um you know not just be so black and white about everything and i should probably point out since we're talking about sci-fi that there is some more alpha we might be able to talk about now um mark's probably going to kill me for mentioning this but we might have made a sci-fi film and it might be coming out soon but that's uh, it's really really private so please don't tell anyone that um, and since we're in the alpha zone, um, all the characters in Jeff and the Metaverse will be made into NFTs uh, and they'll be made available on Atomic Hub. Um, so there will be collectibles, there will be rare ones, uh, some of the main, um, we'll give them away for free. It's up to the secondary market to do what it wants to do, but we're not going to charge anyone. Um, but you, you, will have to, you will have to complete some trials and tribulations. Um, in order to get an NFT. So they, they won't be just freely available. You'll have to earn them, but you can't pay with money. Um, so that's going to be... Once we figure out what that X thing is, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we, we haven't done that yet. Um, but yeah, so we're doing that. We're making a season. We're making a film. And we're basically changing the world. Oh, and we're ending fake news and disinformation and we're defeating censorship. Um, so yeah, you should support us. because We're pretty bloody cool. Pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit busy. That's awesome. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for dropping that alpha. Uh, looking forward. Uh, looking forward to these NFTs and wondering what kind of trials and tribulations I'll have to do. That's awesome. Um, before we move on here, I'd maybe like like to hear from Mark a bit more on uh, your role within either this uh, Jeff versus the Metaverse project or or with Buyer Bywire in general. Love to hear more. Yeah. Okay. So I got involved. Um... I got involved with Biowire really early on um, because I was absolutely disgusted at the uh, state of the news, to be honest. 
like the majority of people are you know the majority of people don't trust the news um not even the news that they select for themselves which is an astonishing fact um and i think that you know our aim to do something about that was kind of something which was really you know to me kind of core a core problem that uh you know that exists in the world that needs that needs addressing and um and we started off kind of quite small in in our thinking really it was just that independent news providers um, actually have better journalism than mainstream media so we started off there and eventually we needed to fact check how that stuff worked so we ended up coming up with something quite revolutionary to be able to do that um and um and now we've sort of found a way to kind of finance the bigger picture which you know if um if all our plans go to uh come to fruition then we'll have a really good business model sort of you know within a year 18 months um that can kind of sustain um you know for eternity effectively the um the sort of uh, the efforts of BioWire News to produce news not just for um just general news but also blockchain news and um kind of really just kind of lead the way on that that's great. That's great. And that's definitely something that has a huge addressable market. Um, you mentioned people don't trust their news sources. I mean, I'm one of those people for sure. I don't trust any news source. Basically, my most trusted news sources at this point are any anonymous news? Twitter accounts. That's basically my most trusted news source right, right. now, which is pretty pathetic. Stefan, yeah. does that include Bywire News? <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, it does. I'm on a no news at all diet, but maybe it's time to uh, change yeah, that diet a bit and Fine add out. some new uh, some new platforms that are have more trust than the old ones that have completely lost mine. We've got some very objective sort of um, trust uh, algorithms involved to kind of help us out, so it's definitely worth a look. I mean, you know, yeah. What your question really sort of spoke to why would someone who's involved in fiction get so involved in um, a company which is about reporting news and facts? Um, and it's because, you know, um, the film that Michael alluded to is very much about that. It's like the idea that um, people, entertainment can be, um, can be a pacifier, um, the the genesis of the film is a fact about the UK government's study of how to stop insurgency in Iraq. And even though it's set in a dystopian future, um, it, it it sort of it uses the fact that the way that they the UK government found they didn't use this, by the way, because it was too preposterous. But their study showed that uh, the best way to stop insurgency in Iraq was to give everyone a free TV. Um, and you know they spent millions on this study, and that was clearly the leading um, the leading idea. Um, and it's true, people pacify themselves. If you look in the UK, you know we should be tipping cars at our government at the moment, and we're not. We're watching Love Island. You know it's kind of. And as someone who works in fiction, that's something which you know I feel somewhat responsible for. <laughs> you know, fiction should speak to truth. Really, I mean that's the great thing about good sci-fi is it kind of says something about the now right and um and so that's kind of really sort of how my involvement with Bywire sort of um uh blossomed if you like was to kind of really sort of chase chase down that idea of doing something which actually has an impact on society which isn't just pacifying it that's great. That's great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for sharing some more, Mark, and, and thanks for joining us on the fireside today. 
was uh, wonderful to hear from you. Um, last thing I'm going to share about Bywire uh, is a recent tweet from yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, yesterday when you guys uh, made it to the number five most downloaded news app in the UK. I think you mentioned that in your pitch earlier there, Michael, uh, but I wanted to reiterate that as pretty amazing. Gotta say that definitely puts a smile on my face when I'm scrolling through my news feed and I see, uh, you know, an EOS powered app being the fifth most downloaded in the UK and it's about news and trust and all that. Really, really wonderful stuff. Let's give Thanks, it another, another round of Thanks, applause. Um, number five, number five in the UK, the fifth most downloaded news app, sandwiched in between the New York Times and the Times and the Sunday Times, ahead of the Wall Street Journal, ahead of the Guardian, ahead of the Economist, especially ahead of everything. Um, people are moving away from being manipulated and, and being fed propaganda. They are finding their own courage and they're finding their own agency in who they are. Um, and hopefully we can help one fraction of that, then that's a great thing. Um, but we're also the most influential EOS publisher in the world as well. So I just wanted to shout that out as well. Thank you for everyone who's been sharing our stuff, watching our videos. We've had like 50,000 views in the last week on YouTube. And we've had a million engagements on Twitter in the last 28 days. Boom! Thank you, Stefan. We're out. Cheers. All right, guys, thanks a lot for starting off the show with some great energy. Absolutely love to, to hear it. Uh, Mel in the chat is asking Michael if you could sell it a bit more. Uh, Mel, I'm sure he will later on next week, later on on social media, etc. cetera. Uh, love to hear from Michael. All right, uh, so moving on uh, to uh, some other topics for this week. I want to give a quick update on... Pomelo. So Pomelo season three, of course, is in full swing. Uh, grant applications are over. So if you were, um, if you didn't submit a grant application yet, it's too late for season three. However, season four is just around the corner. So it doesn't mean uh, that you can't uh, start preparing your grant for the next season. So we're running these seasons every quarter, of course. So that's every three months. And um, yeah, season four is going to be coming up uh, before the end of the year here. Of course, we'll be announcing all those details, um, you know, after season three ends. So season three uh, grant applications are closed. However, donations, of course, are still very much open and you can donate for another week. So donations are going to close at the end of the day on Wednesday, the 17th of August. So we've got another full week. Uh, make sure to get those donations in. Um, the Pomelo team last week, uh, like was mentioned on the far side, there's a new sorting feature, which can allow you to sort by uh, most, uh, if you've seen the grant or not, kind of helping you sort through all of the grants. Uh, and there's a lot of them this season. 163 approved grants this season. That's a new all-time high for Pomelo. We love to see it. Uh, so, it, you know, it shows how many... You know, builders and teams are active in the EOS community. 163 of those teams or, or people and builders submitted grants that were approved. A few were actually uh, not approved as a public good. Uh, but, you know, like Daniel has mentioned in the past, uh, it's been easier to approve these grants season after season because it seems like the community is kind of, you know, more educated on what is a public good and kind of how you need to craft your grant to be approved as a public good. Uh, so uh, Daniel is not with us today either. He's also at the Toronto uh, Futures Conference out there 
talking uh, Pomelo and EOS Nation and ENF and all good things uh, EOS. Um, so a few more things about Pomelo. Uh, of course, we had our pitch session earlier today, like we talked about earlier in the show. Uh, so we had the rapid fire pitch sessions. We had, I think, 18 grants uh, take two minutes each to give us the pitch for their grant. Uh, so you can go check that out on the EOS Nation YouTube channel or on the at Pomelo Grants Twitter account. Uh, the Twitter Spaces event was recorded, so you can watch it at any time you want on Twitter or you can go on uh, on YouTube. We will have uh, chapters up uh, probably by tomorrow uh, for all of these uh, these grants, and so maybe YouTube allows you to watch it a bit faster than on Twitter. Um, okay, finally, um, one thing I was actually would like to discuss with you guys, the EOS community, uh, about the pitch sessions. Actually, so. Um, you know, we started the pitch sessions uh, last season, season two. It was a success. Seems like uh, grant owners enjoyed having the, uh, you know, the opportunity to pitch to the community. I enjoyed organizing it and hosting it and hearing from all these great people building great public goods on EOS. And we're definitely going to keep it going. Uh, so this season, um, you know, I was the one kind of receiving all the applications and kind of choosing which grants are you going to get featured on the pitch session. So of course, for the rapid fire, we accepted all applications and, you know, we wanted and we want to give the chance to, you know, everyone to to have a chance to pitch on these pitch sessions. Rapid fire allows us to do that on the other pitch sessions, uh, which we're having one next week again, we give a bit more time to the pit, to the grant creators so they can really, you know, go a bit deeper in the details and maybe even answer questions uh, from the crowd or, or myself and, and to really get to know uh, the creators and really get to know the grant uh, in detail. So, um, you know, I was choosing grants based on, um, you know, the popular, you know, the, the, the more the more popular grants from community members that I recognize that have been with us, you know, since the very start and kind of trying to showcase the best and most successful grants uh, of Pomelo. However, that may not be the best way to go about it moving forward. So that's definitely something that we're going to be working on between this season and the next is really to nail down this process of how do we do these pitch sessions? Who do we let on? So there's a few options and I'd love to hear from you guys what you think would be best. So, you know, so there's the option of doing simply a pure lottery system. So any grant that applies has an equal chance of getting picked uh, uh, or, you know, for the pitch sessions. Um, sometimes that may imply, you know, some grants that are really unknown. Maybe it's just because, you know, it's a high quality grant, but it's just unknown because it hasn't had a lot of exposure. Or sometimes it's these grants that are not as, let's say, well prepared uh, or, you know, that have no really built up reputation yet. So should we be using the pitch sessions to allow these smaller grants to, to get uh, well known at the cost of a lot, you know, of, of giving less promotion to the to the bigger, more well-known, well-organized grants that have previous success and previous history? Um, maybe what we do is if you if you present on a pitch session, you know, in season three, then uh, you're not allowed to present season four in order to give more grants uh, the option, you know, to, to be present and, and stuff. So uh, if you guys have any uh, thoughts on, on that, would love to hear them 
uh, either right now, I invite you to jump on the air here, share your thoughts with me, or even uh, you know send me a private message on Discord, Twitter, Telegram, whatever, if you if you prefer to do it that way. So that's definitely something that I'll be thinking about over the coming weeks, and uh, hopefully you know ha- having that process more nailed down for season four. Um, yeah, so if anyone has some thoughts, would love to to hear about them. I had a quick thought about it. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I, I, it makes sense to uh, pick popular grants that uh, sort of are trusted, for lack of a better word. Um, but I think there's also quite a bit of merit in, or, or rather, there's a lot of, uh, it seems like uh, sharing about a grant is much more effective for smaller grants. Um, so, uh, I think uh, the participants would probably get more value out of it if it was a uh, sort of more focused on smaller grants. I don't necessarily know if that means that that's what we should do, but just sort of my thoughts. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, definitely something that uh, has crossed my mind. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's hard either way. You know, whatever we choose to do, there's going to be some upsides and some downsides. Uh, and maybe we continue kind of trying things out and seeing, uh, seeing what's, what works best for everyone, uh, you know, as we go on, as the seasons progress. All right. Uh, I see that Eve has joined the fireside. Surprise, surprise, special guest of honor joining us today. I don't know, Eve, are you able to uh, jump in here? Say hi, maybe share a bit about how the Futurist conference is going, or are you just listening in the background? while networking and doing other things? I'm on two calls, uh, two calls concurrently, um, but I'm not at the Futurist Contrast. So Patty and Zach are still there. I came back last night around 1 or 2 a.m. Uh, so I was only there for the first day. I recorded uh, an interview with Chris Barnes. Uh, I don't know if he's here right now, but no, I've been here from the, the beginning of this call, but I am listening on another meeting that I'm in. So I've got one headphone of each right now. So my, my attention is split, unfortunately. Great. Do as many things as you can as once, Eve. No problem. Um, I had to adjust the volume in Discord to be 90%. Uh, so you're getting, I guess, 9 out of 10 attention in this one. All right. All right. But, but I am listening in, and uh, it's been pretty exciting. I particularly like the, the emojis that are attached to Denise's latest um, post in the, in the chat. Uh, so he'd like to drop some alpha if if then he wants to take the stage. And I think that's the most amount of emojis I've seen on one post, the most varied amount of emojis and the greatest <laughs> amount as well on any given post ever. Yeah. So there's something exciting there to share for Air sure. Airhorn for emojis. Let's go. Let's let's spam those emojis in the voice chat. Let's let's get out there people. We've got 450 people in the Discord. We got maximum 10 of one emoji. Come on, guys. We can get, we can do better than that. Um, Denis, what are the, all these emojis all about? All right. So, um, yeah, some, some really big updates, um, a big milestone today um, for Yield Plus, and that is the account creation. So there is a MSIG proposal to the top 21 VPs. So that's 15 approvals that are required to deploy or to create the EOSIO Yield accounts. So there's three accounts, there's an Oracle account, admin account, and the rewards contract. 
So that has been uh, approved and executed uh, this morning. Also, we have uh, the audit is also completed. And that was the audit was done by Sentinel. So that was also uh, completed. So right now, we have the accounts that were created on chain, we have the audit that's passed. And right now, currently, the team, the yield plus team is going to be deploying the contracts and configuring the smart contracts to open up for registration. And I believe we will most likely be opening up very soon. Um, might not have an exact date, uh, but it's aiming. T- I can I can drop I, probably the twelfth. If we can get everything done by the twelfth, uh, registration will be open uh, in two days. If it if there's a delay, it's just you know we just got to get some msig signed up and uh, get the, uh, the contracts deployed. But we're really at the end of the. Uh, the, the deployment phase, and we should be um, opening up for registration extremely soon. This is only for EOS, so not EVM yet. EVM is a, a different phase, so phase two, um, but that we can see once uh, Trust EVM is deployed. We'll have uh, additional uh, support for, for EVM when it comes out. But uh, looking forward to seeing all these applications uh, register um, and the next one is after the registration is open. This is only a two-week period to get everybody onboarded. Once two weeks has passed, then the rewards will start kicking in for those who are registered. So it gives two weeks for everyone to register, and then the uh, rewards should be uh, starting after two weeks of registration. If that's the case, I guess the rewards should be earmarked before that, no? Well, we'll see. That it will be a delay. <laughs> there will be another third a delay if if that happens. But uh, we plan on having two weeks after registration. Awesome. So yeah, looking forward to it. Good stuff, Denny. Thanks for dropping more alpha today. That's uh, it's another great piece of alpha here for the fireside listeners. We uh, we love it. Is there um, must be some tweets about that that we can share in the stream chat. There will be there will be an, an article soon. We've been working on a, a so a launch article, but I think it's still being prepared. So I think maybe either today or tomorrow or even the twelfth, we should have uh, an official article for that. Okay, wonderful. Um, here I found I found a, a tweet from the net, from oh, yes, ENF from a few from earlier today, just two hours ago. Oh, perfect. Um, August saying. Yield Yield Plus launch is eminent, imminent, designed to build economic activity on EOS through incentivizing DeFi dApps that increase TVL and generate yield. August 14th, registration opens. August 28th, rewards for TVL begin. Absolutely exciting. Love to see it. Eminent. Yes, Udon. That's right. Um, yeah, and it's great to see really, you know, the materialization of some of these blue paper projects and ideas that have been in the works, uh, you know, for not that long, um, considering all the work that was done and all the progress that we've seen, uh, but definitely exciting. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the impacts on EOS TVL and how, you know, hopefully we rise up the charts of these uh, DeFi Llama and, and other similar platforms that track TVL. Although, it would be nice if all these other blockchain networks would be honest with their TVL tracking, just like the Yield Plus group is being, in terms of only counting base assets. In this case, we were counting 
EOS and USDT. And, you know, wrapped assets don't count or assets that you generate from locking up USDT don't count, which is, which is something that basically all the other blockchains or tracking applications kind of do. And, you know, there was a, there's some news about how this one guy on Solana was responsible for 75% of the, the TVL because he just created a bunch of DeFi apps and kind of wrapped his tokens over and over and over and over and kind of multiplied his TVL by I don't know how much uh, percentage, but uh, that's not something that can happen on the Yield Plus because it is only counting the base assets, uh, at EOS and USDT for now. Did I get that right, Denis? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And the, uh, the underlying asset is just to make sure that we uh, uh, measure true TVL. So there's uh, different ways to calculate TVL, like, like you mentioned, with the wrapped assets. Those essentially can get out of hands quite quickly if you start counting that as TVL, because they're just a wrapper of, of an IOU of another asset. So we are only counting the, um, the true assets that are the underlying assets. And uh, that will be starting with EOS and Tether for the first two assets that are supported. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for jumping on the call with us uh, today, Denise, sharing that sweet Yield Plus Alpha. I posted the, the date specifically. So uh, yeah, August 14th. I think I was, I was saying August 12th, but August 14th was the target for the uh, registration. We're aiming for right now. Yes. Great. Lovely. Um, all right, moving on to some other topics, uh, Mandel 3.1 was released last week. Um, unfortunately, uh, that's not entirely accurate. So the latest release candidate was released last week, uh, but okay, the good. final release candidate, and that's the other call that I'm in right now, is being discussed uh, as to when that's going to come out and uh, everything alongside that uh, and what that means leading up to September 21st. Excellent. Thanks for that precision. Um, anything new to share at this point with Mandel 3.1? I know we've talked about it a few times in the past here as, uh, as we've been leading up to the final release. I usually it's, ask uh, Areg, but he's not with us today, so I'm kind of lost now. Uh, it's looking likely like we're going to have a release candidate for, uh, and it's looking likely like release candidate for uh, the likelihood that it is final uh, release candidate is also very high at this stage. Uh, what we are working towards is trying to ensure that there is at least four weeks in between uh, the... the um, consensus upgrade and the final release candidate output. Okay, there you have it. Straight from Eve, who's also on another call right now about this very topic. Um, okay, great. So uh, moving on, who do we have here in the chat? Uh, Perry, Perry is with us. Uh, Perry, did you want to jump on here and talk a bit about uh, the new product uh, that you released called dnews.zone? Oh, thank you very much, Stefan. I appreciate that. Yeah, earlier today on, uh, in the pitch session, I gave a, a two-minute uh, two minute pitch. But uh, basically, uh, if, you if you guys haven't already seen it, what dnews is, uh, 
DNews gathers all of the social media posts of the community and puts them in a web app and makes that easy to navigate and stay informed and engaged in, in all things in our, in our community, in the EOS IO plus fractally community. And it's really, uh, well, the, the history of that is that it's really a tool that I've used for the last two years to, to track the rest of crypto. I originally had it pointed two years ago. I had this this tool. This with it's uh, this tool. I had it pointed at mostly Ethereum projects, so that I could easily keep track of the rest of crypto while I was really focused very much on EOSIO. I wanted to kind of get the big picture, and so then what I've done is I've taken that tool and I've just focused it on the community itself. So really, it's in essence, it's it's really a simple thing, and if you really look look at it closely, it's a web crawler, just like a Google, just like the Google search. It crawls the web, but it doesn't crawl the entire web. It just crawls our community, and it doesn't present any uh, advertisements outside distracting advertisements. It does it does present. You could call them ads. It, it, call, it, it presents uh, things, ad format, to links to our own community events. So it's, it's giving something of value to the, to the user, which is the ability to browse uh, all of, our, all of our, uh, our videos, our articles, our, our podcasts, all in one place. At the same time, it's exposing them to, to uh, all the different community events that we have, all the different governance events, the Fractal, the, the Eden on EOS, uh, Alien Worlds, anything that allows them to engage in the community, because that's what we all want. We all want people engaged in one way or the other. And, and it puts the user experience first in that way. Uh, uh, an example of that, is that when somebody clicks on on a, on, a, on a video, they don't go or an article. They don't go to my, another page on my website and and read it on my website. They go directly to to the source, which is you know which which is a uh, it's a positive thing for the user. It's a positive uh, uh, experience. Uh, it also. I guess uh, right now, I guess I'll speak about uh, a little bit about where I'm going with it to kind of give the big picture. Uh, just give me a moment and find that page. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be go. No, no, I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what I'm. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I'm trying to create DNews in such a way, in such a simplified version, where it can be easily attached to a governance process, to an Eden on EOS, to an Eden fractal, or what what have you, some form of decentralized uh, governance. So I'm 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 keeping it intentionally very simple from the administrative point of view, and what I mean by that is that I, I believe that it can, it can be set up and managed and, as, from an editorial point of view by a, a, uh, a decentralized governance structure by simply uh, 
allowing for a whitelist of sources of, for example, URLs of, of YouTube channels or playlists or URLs of, me, of medium art articles or blogs or podcasts or what have you. So a whitelist and also a blacklist. So together that represents an, an editorial decision. It's almost like the simplest form of, of an editor role uh, for a news organization. And, and then also uh, the same for events. You know, so an event has a, a date, a time, uh, some simple text. And by, by uh, allowing that feedback, pardon me, By allowing that that feedback uh, from the from the the governance organization to to be directly manage this news organization this news entity, I think that might be it might be the first decentralized news entity, and that's where I'm going. That's where I'd like I'd like for EOS to to be the host of the very first decentralized news organization. So that's that's what you're looking at when you're looking at dnews.zone. All Thank right. You. Great. Yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing. Um, I browsed it uh, earlier this week. Uh, I especially like the calendar view that you've got going on there. Uh, that's really, really great. Really shows uh, all the events that are going on in the EOS community. There's a lot of them. Great to see our community so active. Um, but when I go to streams, for example, and I click on one of the, uh, for example, Wax Network, it seems to actually that that search worked well. But some of the others seemed like it was bringing up a lot of unrelated uh, content. Uh, so that was just kind of one piece of feedback. But the the Wax one actually worked very well. But for example, when I clicked the Ethereum one, you know, we had a bunch of uh, everything EOS weekly reports coming up. Pretty sure they're not. We're not talking about Ethereum every week on there on those. So, um, do you know kind of why those are coming up under the Ethereum category? I do, I do, and that's a very good question, Stefan. It's because it, I don't know exactly what you're looking at, but but I understand. I understand that as a as something that does happen. It's I'm reading the tags that are being that are being. Uh, uh, provided by the sources, so some some of the sources may have tagged incorrectly or extraneously. Let's say uh, it's not like a primary. The, that particular article might not be primarily about uh, wax, but it was mentioned in some way. So so that's kind of the that the those those individual streams are kind of hit and miss. They're not intended to be a uh, an absolute definitive uh, set really just is reading in the entire uh, community uh, and all of their what they consider important or what they consider tagged so they if they tag a particular uh, YouTube video with with ethereum when it's really about wax then you'll get that effect uh, that's what happens so I, I don't think those tags are the are the primary uh, uh, source of information, but they are interesting because they collectively they create like a, a, a an unseen consciousness for the whole community. You get to see everything that's being 
that's being mentioned in some way uh, 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 by the community. Yeah, another, pre pretty cool. Actually, another, so I'm, I'm, cl I'm clicking on more streams here. And uh, the wax one seems very on point. The Telos one as well. I just checked Upland. And those are really bringing up articles that are clearly focused on those topics. So maybe it's just Ethereum is too big and kind of mentioned indirectly in a lot of places or on a linked video or something like that. And that's why maybe that stream is not as clean. But for the more um, more pointed topics here in our community, it does really seem to be bringing up uh, yeah, a nice selection. Uh, I see that the Bywire uh, stream as well is, is picking up only Bywire videos or, uh, you know, uh, other like a Swiss workshop video that features Michael from Bywire. Uh, so yeah, really cool. Really yeah, cool I'm. I'm uh, I, I there are some of those those that I, I am actually those I'm tagging myself. So I know I know when some articles are definitely from this particular source, and I ta I tag them appropriately. Another another one other thing, uh, an important aspect of it is that you you uh, which relates back to what I said before. You don't see the article. Or, or any of the, you don't see the article on on the website itself. But I am storing the whole article, so that's how the search works. So I'm certain if you search, if you, which is different than than a pure stream, if you do a search uh, for a particular keyword, I'm actually searching into the content, although I'm not showing it to you. I'm finding it for you, and then you just click and you go directly to the source. So that's kind of another another aspect. So that so in that case, you'll get you'll get a mention of Ethereum, even if it's just kind of a footnote in the article. So if you do a search, you will get you will get that extraneous uh, effect. But uh, yeah, that's uh, right on, right on. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Um, and there's a grant right now up uh, for Perry. So if you guys want to support DNews uh, Zone. Go to pomelo.io front slash grants front slash dnews eos io eo if I remember correctly. That is correct. That is correct. I'm curious to know, to know if anybody has any questions or comments or uh, if they've had an experience with it, but uh, what they think. Yeah, sure. Let's give a let's get a bit of time for people maybe to check it out here and and uh, come back with some thoughts. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Uh, I was just checking out the chat here. Uh, we've got some nice action in the in the voice chat. We've got a buy wire here coming in, uh, contesting the claim that Dean uses the first decentralized news organization. You know what? Totally fine, guys. We can definitely have more than one decentralized news org on EOS. Um, I think that's great. Uh, we've got Nat also sharing a Medium post about a trust EVM GameFi hackathon. Uh, this looks very interesting. Nat, did you want to come on and speak a bit about uh, about this project and the, the article you just shared? 
Yeah, sure. So I was just doing a little bit of digging uh, as I was sitting here listening to all this other good stuff. And yeah, they got a, a hackathon. It's got some cool people on it. I'll just hit a couple of the high notes. Um, so they have this person named uh, Jacqueline from Beta Mars. That is a uh, NFT DAO token based game. Um, it's kind of cool. They're running. They're going to be running on their own side chain. And they're going to be using the Binance Smart Chain for liquidity. Uh, so I quite like that. Uh, they also have this influencer named Giant Cutie. So just to run through some of her social, she's got 9K uh, member, 8.9K members in Telegram, 7.3K subscribers on YouTube, and 27.7K followers on Twitter. And I'm not sure uh, this is a Chinese influencer. I'm not sure if she has additional Chinese accounts. I don't know anything about that, so I didn't look that up. That's very cool. Uh, and then the, the big dog, Ian, of the Big Time Chinese lead. So Big Time is a free-to-play game. Uh, it's an RPG game. It was started by, please forgive me if I'm not even going to try this. It, it was the prior CEO of Decentraland. Uh, they also recently raised $21 million from big names like Digital Currency Group, OKX, uh, and what is this, Ashton Kutcher's Sound Ventures. Um, so very cool. We also have, uh, Eve LaRose and a couple of members from the trust EVM team. So yeah, I saw that and I just wanted to take advantage of that just to, uh, get some more information about that. Also drop the link. They're going to have Twitter space tomorrow. So if you guys want to learn more about this event, that will be the place to be 9:30 AM, August 11th, EDT be there. It'll let me post this. That's it. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Uh, so yeah, so that article was shared here in the uh, in the voice chat, and we had another bunch of emojis on the article. Awesome. Okay, next up we've got Waxa sharing um, requesting some help filling out the form for um, what is this to list all of the uh, DApps that exist on all the EOSIO chains? Is that what this is all about, Waxa? Do you want to? jump on here and talk a bit about that sure thank you yeah so i just wanted to build uh, an ecosystem map so anyone discovering esio can quickly find uh, their own market fit if they're looking to build on esio and also it's a way for us to navigate the ecosystem um, so i filled out somewhat um, reasonable for eos and the um, ecosystem map from the eosbs has been a great help for that but you know there's so many other projects out there so if anyone knows of any or you have one yourself It'd be great if you could submit via the form at the top. And there'll be other chains added there soon, so probably do Telos next, etc. Um, yeah, so hopefully this will be a good resource tool for us all to use. Beautiful. Thanks, uh, thanks for building that and sharing with us. Um, it's really great to see so many, so many people building so many projects on EOS these days. It's really wonderful. Uh, really wonderful and really exciting for uh, for the future. Yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing it up. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Stefan, I'd, I'd love to respond to, uh, to Michael. Uh, his claim that he was the first uh, decentralized firm. Uh, I, love what, I love what he's doing. I love what he's doing. Uh, but I don't think that there's any kind of decentralized uh, governance structure that is determining 
the contents of the articles or the choice of articles, pretty sure that's not happening. Uh, so that's what I'm talking about. Now, I, I would definitely want to encourage everything that he's doing, but uh, but I don't think that I don't think that's what that's what he's doing there, and that's what I'm trying to do. It's a very narrow uh, application of it, very simplified. But I hope to be the first to do it. And if there are other people that do it, then that's just awesome. I expect there to be other copies of what I've done in in our in our community, and I encourage that. I don't think I should be the only one to to do that. Uh, what I've created uh, feels powerful at this moment, and I think the responsible thing to do is to eventually share uh, share the the general idea of what I'm doing, and let's have let's have other people that are doing it. And in fact, I'm, I want to go a step further and create a broadcast network where where other websites in our community can read. The, all the community events and post them on their own sites, which would then uh, basically, instead of producing ads or showing ads on their websites, they can show links to community events to drive engagement. So I'm, I'm really tr going for a decentralized uh, address to the very centralized news that we all have. And I really appreciate everybody's donations. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for thanks for clarifying that point, um, Michael. Do you want a rebuttal on this point? Let's hear it, Michael. I'm not sure if he's still with us. I know he was uh, he was busy today, okay. um, but uh, I'm sure he'll hear it at one point, and uh, maybe he'll give his rebuttal on Twitter or something. Um, okay, uh, Stefan, could I jump in for a second? Yeah. This is Kent from Mias, San Diego. Thank you very much. Uh, this kind of fits into what I want to talk about, which is not, not a pitch, but more of an overview or a perspective of where we're at with EOS. And of course, I've been around for a long time, made over 1,500 videos with Mias, San Diego. We have been developers with the Challenge DAC. Chase is my son, lead developer, and also come up with the idea of the challenge. We've run a node. We've run for block producer. I've even had you on my show one time. I had you on my show long time ago. In That's fact, right. Uh, right. I remember when we were some of the darkest days of EOS, the resource model was going bad and we didn't know what to do. And there was only one person I could get a hold of, and that was you. You spent an hour on the phone with me and gave me hope that this would be resurrected and returned and come back to prominence and greatness. And you were absolutely correct. And I thank you for that. You gave us hope at a time when we really needed it. But what I'd like to do, and I just listened to, is it DNews? DNews and, and Bywire, which is Michael. Or is it, was it DNews? Is that the person I was just speaking? Yeah, that's me. My name is Perry. Okay. DNews.com. Okay, great. And I, I, you guys, everybody's doing what needs to be done. And what we, in my perspective, all the time I put into this, is that we need to rebrand EOS as the new EOS. I think you mentioned that her earlier in the transmission. Because we aren't the EOS of the block of Block One and all the other stuff, we are the new EOS, and I think so many people think of us as the old EOS. So all the news, everything we can do to stimulate and generate a new EOS and get the idea out there that this has changed, this is new, and that we are the de facto a smart blockchain of the future. We are the one that will fill that space in the future as a smart contract platform. Even though everybody looks at Ethereum as the, the 
smart contract platform. EOS really has the tools and has the infrastructure to do it if you really dig into it. We got to let people know that. And as many people as we can get to, to know that, the better. And I think that Trimbot made a great point last week's call. He said that the people that knew about the old EOS were, were people that was a small group of, of very early adopters to blockchain. And now the audience is starting to broaden. And we need to let them know about what we are today, which is the ENF, Eve LaRose, all the people that have really put this, pulled this thing together, brought it back from the brink of death and pulled it together and made it what it is today, which is a very exciting a chain that, like I say, I hope will fill the space of a smart contract platform in the future. So, and that's what we do. I mean, uh, we are EOS San Diego. We, I've made over 1,500 videos. My son runs a challenge app you know, iOS, uh, Google Play Store. And we also do everything we can. And it's all exclusively EOS because we believe so strongly in this. And the only way you can get passion about something is if you've lived it for a, a, a period of time. And of course, we've lived it for the last four years. And uh, we're, we can't be more excited, more happy with the way things are going and feel that this is the direction that we need to go. We've always lacked Somebody that's a leader in EOS. Back in the days of Block One, there was no leader. We have leadership today. We have leadership that is putting together infrastructure. I made over 1,500 videos and never got any acknowledgement. Nathan James made Scatter, never got any acknowledgement. Now we have Pomelo, we have these fireside chats, we have a group of people that are caring about the community, and we are, for the first time in four years, a true community should be working together to promote the new EOS because it is very exciting. Thank you. I know that was a little long, but I, I am pa very passionate about this. Clearly, clearly passionate and it really comes through. And uh, yeah, thanks for jumping on and uh, sharing a bit about uh, your thoughts and, uh, you know, on the ecosystem right now. I, I certainly do remember that call uh, when you texted me kind of in the desperation being like, Steph, what's going on here with EOS? What are we doing? Is this, is this the end? Or I don't know exactly how you were. Yeah, it, we, we were, think, we thought we had thrown away three years, three years of our, our time and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we were going to come up with nothing. And I got to tell you, Steph, of everybody, 21 block producers and all the block one people, and they all knew who I was. Block one always knew who I was, but they would never contact me. They always avoided me. But nobody would reach out back. Nobody come back. Nobody would give me any information. You were the only one that actually took the time. And I think you spent almost an hour on the phone with my son and I, and you gave us a lot of hope. And that's that's what we clung to. And you and and it's and it's and it's proven to be true. The the hope you gave us that day was has, has absolutely worked out just exactly the way you would, you know, said that we would hopefully have it happen. And glad, I you know glad it did. Uh, I definitely remember that phone call. I I was actually I remember when we hung up because I was in the car with my girlfriend and then she looked at me like, again, Steph, you're on your phone talking <laughs> about EOS while we're together. I was like, yeah, but this is really important. You know, a really loyal community member needed uh, needed to, to know some things and get some encouragement. And I remember I was on the I was on the bridge uh, near Hawkesbury going over the border from Ontario to Quebec. I remember exactly. And I was like, yeah, I think that was a good call. And, yeah, and, you know, that call that, that call gave us hope. That 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 was the little seed of hope that we needed to keep going, and and it was given to us by you. And we didn't. I didn't realize at the time what was going on in the background. In fact, you said you couldn't tell me, 
that it was all still yet to happen. So you were afraid to give it, disclose any information. You just said, hey, look, hang in there, guys. It's going to get better. And you were right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Did you want to take your two minutes for the uh, uh, pitch? Well, well the, the, the pitch I'd it. like to... Okay, thank you very much. And you know, I, rather than call it a pitch, like I say, let's just say a perspective. A perspective is where we're at today in time. And where we're at today is the ENF. The ENF has done so much, and they're doing so much, and that we need to disseminate this information. We need to spread it far and wide. And as many news organizations, as many people that want to be, uh, um, they want to be creators or they want to be uh, influencers, let's all let's get everybody involved because I think. I know, I know, because I've done this for four years. We can do this. We have the tools. We have the leadership. We have, you know, we have the the blockchain that has the uh, the ability to handle all the the uh, the uh, the speed um, that we need in order to run DeFi. We have the the blockchain that does transaction speeds faster than almost any other blockchain, and we have an organization, and we have the waiver from the SEC. So, I mean, this, th th there's a few, everything is here. It's all put together. And we have a great leader in Eva LaRose. So I, I'm, I'm really, really, not, I'm so, so happy for everybody that stuck it through. And, you know, I can go through all the names of people that aren't around anymore. There's a ton of them. And uh, there's a few that stuck it out. And uh, I'm glad we did. And I'm, I'm so happy for this. And I just want people to tell everybody as much as you can tell that this is new EOS. This is not the old EOS. I know we're at the five number five market cap uh, 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 cryptocurrency coin in the, in, the, in the world. Now we're, I don't know if we're around 50 or 40 or wherever we're at now, but it, I know it's dropped a lot and that's the way people judge it by the fact that it was number five, now it's number 50. But that's not what's going on here. What's going on here is a whole new group of people are coming in, like Trimbot said, and we need to reach them and let them know about EOS and let them know about how this is the new EOS. The ENF EOS, the EOS that's got leadership and it's got tools and, and, and bring as many people on as, as, as we can and make this the greatest blockchain in the world next to Bitcoin. <laughs> next to Bitcoin. <laughs> well, nice. I mean, um, Bitcoin, are, do you guys have a, a grant right now on Pomelo? Yeah, we have three. We have, uh, we have EOS San Diego. I have Spanish EOS. Uh, we, we're in San Diego. Everybody knows San Diego is a bilingual city. We speak Spanish and English, much like you guys up in Canada with French and, and, and English. We speak, uh, so we are going to start producing content in, in Spanish because so many people in that, that live across the border will work down there and then send money back to the United States, but they do it with Western Union or PayPal and they're getting, they're getting robbed with all these fees. So I want to spread more, uh, information in, in, in Spanish. I speak Spanish. Uh, for all the uh, Spanish-speaking U.S. listeners right now, um, uh, and muy bien EOS, and talk to them about EOS because this is a very important thing for them. They can send money to their loved ones in another place without having to be, you know, worked over by the the uh, fiat currency banking structure. All and right. then, of course. Then of course, Challenge Deck. I think everybody knows about Challenge Deck. It's been around since the very beginning. We were one of the, I think we were one of the first ten apps that start to run on EOS. Uh, we were no, no, number nine. The number nine uh, app uh, of the first ten apps. We were the number ninth app to 
get launched on EOS. Yeah, and you guys always join the, the Fireside Chat. We definitely appreciate that. We love it. I love this chat. This is a Great. very a, and yeah, entertaining. That's, uh, the other thing I wanted to say, like a lot of the things that, you know, the conversation we had, I mean, you can't, now, you know, we can have with the community every week Ex on exactly. these Fireside Chats exactly. on Wednesdays. Exactly. And I love Bywire and, 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 um, D news talking back and forth and say, no, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I love it. I love that stuff. But I love the entertainment. It's great. It's not only it's fun blockchain entertainment. It's, it's like, I think, uh, Nathan said something about you guys used to have something called popcorn or something like that. It's just fun entertainment. It's exciting. And I've always found that the blockchain people, uh, have a very good sense of humor. Everybody on the blockchain has got a great sense of humor. If you read the, you know, the comments and stuff, it's always really funny. And I just love it. I just absolutely love it. All right. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Ken, today. Um, Thank you. Actually, while we're speaking of Pomelo, reminds me of two things I actually forgot to talk about. Um, well, during the Pomelo uh, section there earlier in the show. Uh, first up, uh, the Pomelo team published a new article called The Magic of Quadratic Funding kind of a, just a general article that explains what is quadratic funding. It's a great resource to share with friends or family or newcomers to the space that are wondering what Pomelo is all about and what does it mean to have quadratic funding. Um, so this is a great resource uh, to share with them. You can find that on the at Pomelo Grants uh, Medium account. And of course, uh, shared on Twitter here, I shared the tweet uh, from of Pomelo from a few days ago on that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about today regarding Pomelo Season 3 is the hashtag Pomelo Grants retweet campaign. So um, if you have a, a, an approved grant on Pomelo right now, write a tweet with these three things. So a link, a description of your grant, a link to your grant, and also uh, the hashtag and uh, the hashtag Pomelo Grants and then tagging at Pomelo Grants as well. Uh, so get those four things in the tweet, get that out there. I'll be retweeting everyone, all of the grants uh, from the Pomelo uh, Twitter account, uh, you know, as a, as a final push to get, uh, to get the word out about as many grants as possible to as many people as possible. So check out the, um, the Pomelo Twitter for, um, for more information on that. All right. Any, um, yeah, anyone uh, want to share some thoughts maybe on uh, the topic uh, that uh, Kent brought up or um, any other topics you guys uh, want to share? Uh, let's hear it while I go and check my list of topics, see if there's anything we missed so far. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and add to, uh, yeah, the bullishness to what Kent had to say. Uh, for all the OGs out there, uh, I, I hope that he's getting ready for that $100 EOS party to still host that. <laughs> Just not getting too far ahead of ourselves, but it does I hear seem that every day. I hear that every day, every day. I think I, think, I don't <laughs> think a day goes by I don't hear about that. That I, The night I made that video, I think the price is probably around $22, $23. So it didn't look like it was so far away. And I think the guys, I can't remember, somebody was saying it was going to be $1,000. They were block producers. I can't remember which block producer that was right now, but they were, they were, I knew $1,000 was never going to happen, but I always believed 100. And I, I'm so, I'm so glad you brought that up because I get that almost every day, either in a uh, comment on my website or my YouTube uh, channel, or somebody tweets it to me or somebody com com somehow that gets through to me almost every day. So thanks for bringing that. We're still going to make it. We're going to make it. I just Great. don't know. We kept, <laughs> we kept the streak alive. <laughs>
Yeah, absolutely. It does seem fitting for for that. Yeah, to host a party over there. I I definitely look forward to that. Uh, But yeah, you know, to add to that, you know, one one of the things that I I brought up in, you know, at at the Eaton Town Hall show, I think I'll just bring it up here again, is that, uh, you know, during the whole meme stock craze with GameStop, the 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 term that got coined was diamond hands and and the thing that all i could think about during all that all that time was like the true people that understand what diamond hands means is the eos community like because those who are still here who have been through it all like that just it goes with the the heart and the resilience and and i've talked about you know how crazy i think it is that it, it seems to resemble what are the sign of EOS is, which which is the chestahedron and has the the link with the sacred geometry to the core of the heart. And uh, yeah, I just, I think it would be great to kind of coin that term too, of like, hey, w- you know, we, we have diamond hands, like that, that's what it, that's what we're about. We're still here and we're still grinding and we're, we're still holding true to our beliefs. And yeah, I just, I don't know, I felt inspired to kind of just bring that and add that to what Kent was saying. Cause yeah, it definitely seems that we're trending in a very very positive direction and super excited to see what's in store, especially these next couple months with, with the token 2049, the trust DVM, like, and then on top of all the projects that are building, um, it's cool. Like, you know, we, we're now we're having like a a competitive nature starting to come out and that's what you want in an economy. Like we're, we're talking about, you know, which news is the first decentralized news and both Bywire and D news are, are, doing amazing jobs of, of really starting to like showcase that, Hey, now this is what you want in a good, uh, a good economy is, is competitiveness. And, and that's what pushes us and, and drives us. And, you know, we didn't see that in the last three years. And now we're starting to see that, um, thanks to the tremendous effort of the ENF and, and, uh, and yeah, super excited guys. Like we're all here and we're, we're still very early, I, I believe, but it's, it's, it seems to definitely be that we're, we're trending in a, very exciting times right now. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, that was Cipher Glass that was making a thousand dollar prediction. That Janice said that in the chat. I appreciate that. And they're not, long, you know, I don't think is Cipher Glass even running for block producer anymore. Are they around? No, they're done. See, that, see, there, there we go. There's another one that's gone. There's so many that are gone that were very prominent in the community before. There's a lot and, of people that are gone, but there's also mm-hmm. a lot of people that are coming back at this point. Right, and that uh, was Trimbot's. That was Trimbot's uh, point. Trimbot's point was, yeah, that was an early group. That group has now since left, and now we have a new group. It's going to be a lot bigger than the older group, and this is the group we want to we want to catch. This is the group we want to start building from, and I think we're in perfect perfect position to take advantage of that. And, and the people that are coming back are some of the you know leaders in the community and best most knowledgeable technical people, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it's really cool to see. Uh, for example, NS James, great example of a, of a community leader, uh, you know, that left for a little bit and now is coming back full force. Uh, speaking of, um, you know, I wanted to highlight a tweet of Nathan's um, from August 7th, you know, saying, uh, hey, EOS apps companies, uh, you know, he's got a few devs looking for work and to send them a DM or chime in uh, in the comments with your open positions. Here's the tweet here. I'll share in the stream chat. And it's great to see because I remember a few months ago, um, especially during all the when the blue papers were coming out and stuff. I know we had uh, Aaron and other people saying, you know what? We've got a lot of work. We've got positions open. You know, we've got the funding. And then they were looking to hire devs and it was kind of 
we were missing Dez and it's great to see that the situation is kind of turning around and now we've got, you know, a decent amount of devs examples, some of them looking forward from uh, Nathan James. Um, Nathan, I don't know if you want to jump in here, share some thoughts as well. Um, you've been doing a really good job on Twitter lately as well. Big shout out to Nathan James. Uh, looking for this tweet just now, I had to scroll through I don't know how many tweets over the last three days. Uh, Nathan James is out there getting the word out, building his reputation community and drawing attention to EOS. So it's really great to see. I mean, one of the biggest things that I noticed very early on when I when I joined the NF was that there's a very strong EOS community, right? But a lot of the efforts from the developer ecosystem was kind of like circle jerking within that EOS community. Um, so on my personal Twitter, I've been kind of trying to use it to reach out to general web developers who I think they have the the biggest fit within uh, EOS, because we now have a couple different ways to write smart contracts, like assembly script, which is closer to what they're looking for, um, and use that as a platform to bring new people into the ecosystem uh, along with the people, with the other things that we're doing, like the developer hub, the documentation, all of that kind of stuff, um, and then uh, have them work alongside the people who are in the ecosystem. This specific tweet is because I have uh, a few people who are right now looking for uh, work within the EOS ecosystem um, and are reaching out to a couple of the different companies. Uh, some of you have already talked with them, um, but you know they're just not finding something where they feel quite comfortable yet. Yeah, I was on mute. Yeah, great. Thanks for sharing, uh, Nathan. And uh, yeah, so if any devs are listening, reach out to Nathan uh, on Discord, Twitter, wherever. Uh, get your name out there. Uh, just like Annie here in the chat is doing, her name is Joanne. And uh, yeah, she's one of them looking for a home. So hopefully we can uh, get you hooked up there, Joanne. Um, Mel, your server unmute has been uh, done. So if you want to jump in here, share some thoughts. Go ahead. I know a few of you were server muted. Um, thanks, Yana, for, for also uh, helping out here with the production. Thanks a lot, Steph. Yeah, um, just wanted to say uh, hi to uh, the guys and uh, especially to Kent. He's always, um, as he knows, I'm always watching in on his videos and uh, from day one and love what he's doing and, and, and Chase as well. So um, I'm, I'm always there. Listening, I'm up, and I'm going to be at the party. Don't worry. As soon as, as soon as it happens, hopefully next few months. Yeah, it definitely feels like the EOS community is due for a big party. Um, yeah. Probably due for another EOS community conference as well. We've been talking about that within the NF for a while. I know. Can you talk about it more? <laughs> Sure. I mean, there's not much to say. Um, so everybody knows that we uh, have a partnership with Zysan uh, that launched a few weeks back. And so they're going to be kind of our uh, an extension of the ENF in Europe, boots on the ground, Europe and Middle East. And um, what we're looking at doing with this is kind of a pilot project so that we can then do a plug and play, essentially a framework uh, for other areas in the world. But uh, outside of this as well, what we're looking at is the next ECC uh, EOS Community Conference potentially being held somewhere in Europe because the first one was in South Korea, the second one was in Rio. 
Um, and the third one, uh, I'm trying to attach it to another um, blockchain week somewhere. Um, somewhere in Europe would be good, uh, possibly, due to that, that partnership and that relationship with Zysan. Attaching it to another event, uh, potentially in the spring. Um, this is all uh, in the air. You guys are the first ones to hear this. And uh, maybe something like Lisbon or Barcelona, something like that. Lisbon, perhaps. Maybe in the spring of, of 2023. I haven't been to Europe in a long time. I, I couldn't go to the Futurist Conference. I can't go to Singapore. Um, definitely going to make sure I make it out to the community conference. I've never been to Lisbon, so I'm going to vote Lisbon. But uh, wherever it is, I'm going to be there for sure. I'm going to vote Costa Rica. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, you guys got you guys got to come here. It's beautiful. Absolutely. My my girlfriend will back you up on that vote, Perry. Okay. Oh, send your girlfriend, Stefan. Go ahead. <laughs> um yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um but yeah, that's great. Thanks you for sharing that news about some uh developments or some early stage planning for a ECC EOS community conference. Love to hear it. Hey, Stefan, if you don't mind, uh, I'd like to share a little bit. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, it looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got the, the Eden Fractal Pomelo Grant just got approved. Um, so I'm going to share in the link, and if it's okay, I, I just talk briefly on it. Sure, two-minute pitch. Go for it. Okay, sweet deal. Yeah, so basically, guys, anyone, uh, all the support that goes uh, to this Eden Fractal Pomelo grant is going to go to help support our developers who are building open source uh, tools around our Eden Fractal. And so basically, one of our main goals over at the Eden Fractal is to take what uh, Dan Larimer is doing with the Fractally and take the best components uh, with that newer technology and bring it over here onto Eden to benefit EOS uh, in large. So, so yeah, uh, would much appreciate uh, all that support so we can really help fund our developers for building some amazing tools so that eventually what, where we see fractals kind of spinning up all within the EOS ecosystem and uh, ideally you'll be able to use these open source tools to, to um, you know, kind of make your fractal however you, you see fit because, uh, you know, every fractal is, is basically a community and a community is, is to govern itself and... Um, and, and yeah, so these tools can definitely be very useful to, to the public. And so that's what the funding will, will go for. So, so yeah, that's a little under two minutes, and, uh, but I appreciate it. And the fund you, is, is going to the uh, developers that are building open source tools or to the people who are participating in the Fractal Eden and then being ranked every week? No, so uh, that was not qualified as a public good, so it will be going uh, to the developers until we get more clarity on, you know, or, you know, get the clear that, that it's, it's clear to, to, you know, distribute it in that way. Right now, funds will go directly to developers who are, are building the open source tools. And what are those open source tools that they're, that they're building? I guess you, you have a roadmap or you've got specific tools that they're going to be building? Yeah, so we'll, when Fractally releases out their open source, it'll be taking that, those tools and then applying it to where we can, where we can have it uh, working and, and posting on-chain to EOS. So an example right now of one of the open source tools that we've had developed is um, when we reach our consensus, we can post in uh, this one. It's called a React tool, and I can share the link there. Uh, or it's actually in the Eden uh, Fractal grant. But basically, 
what that does is it, it, we use our Anchor account to sign and post the, the ranks that we reach consensus to. And so then it posts on chain. And then we're, right now, we're, we're just manually using that as a reference to then uh, uh, distribute the, the Eden Respect and EOS to the participants. But um, yeah, that, that's just an example of the tool. Ideally, we'd like to be able to build the tool out more to where it can be, uh, there's less manual of a manual process and, and everything's kind of automated through, through posting using that tool. And is that the tool that you're going to be applying the funds for? Or are you saying you're going to be building other tools kind of like that one, but you don't know what yet? Yeah, I would say more so on that. Uh, basically, kind of as we see what tools are, are more, most beneficial to kind of push us forward with uh, being able to, to reach consensus within our fractal, um, we, we'll start to, yeah, what, whatever, wherever our developers are really building, uh, wanting to kind of build uh, the tools that we think are, are yeah, most beneficial to the Eden Fractal, um, we will apply those, those funds towards that. Uh, still, yeah, very, depends on how much funding is available right now. You know, our, our developers are, are doing a lot of, you know, sweat equity, free work. So it's super big shout out to Vlad. He's uh, been a big, um, big part in that. And so that'll, that'll go to help supporting him. And so, yeah, if he has more funding, then, then he can dedicate a little bit more time on, um, on building yeah, the, the tools that, that we think can better help facilitate our process. So Vlad is applying for the funding or are you applying for the funding? So like I'm who's, applying. Who's pitching this in, in, in Pomelo? I guess you are? And yes. Then, uh, didn't you say it was dependent on Fractal being open source? So until Fractal's not, until Fractal's open source, then the funds are kind of on hold? No, so we're not uh, we're not dependent on uh, fractally now. Ideally, you know, if they release it, then we look at that that uh, that code, and then we see how we can apply it to what we're doing. But you know, the ideas of it's building tools that that are re that can help do basically the same processes that we're doing and uh, and automate it to where then we're we're posting to on chain. So I mean, yeah, we don't have like a a super yeah, planned out roadmap as of right now. Um, so yeah, as we move through, uh, the biggest thing for me was like, let's get this grant out, uh, start to build our reputation within Pomelo. And, uh, and then, you know, next season, you guys will see what we, we build. And if you guys are happy with that, hopefully, you know, that continues uh, further funding. But uh, yeah, the idea is, is like, like, let's get some, let's get some payment for, for guys who are putting in some work and, and building tools instead of expecting them to do it for free. Awesome. Good luck. Love, I would love Felix to uh, for you to be compensated. You and, and Dan, the hosts themselves, the amount of hours that you guys are putting in, sitting in, in in Zoom calls is is astounding. I'm doing just a fraction of it, and and I really would I would love to see that you guys are compensated for that effort. And the developer, I, I the development, uh, I guess you could put more details possibly in the next in the next Pomelo season but for this season you should certainly be be compensated for all of that that's just a lot of hours and plus you're transcripting uh the meetings it's it's real work it's real work and, and i would be great if you were compensated for that and i encourage people to 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 uh, donate to your pomelo for on that reason alone at least at the very minimum thank you 
Well, thank you, Perry, for that. And and yeah, you know, I'm what what the beautiful thing about blockchain is everything can be transparent, and um, ideally, that's um, you know, everything that comes to that grant will be um, will be done transparently. Uh, you know, on the follow up report, and obviously, the more funding, the the more thorough that process uh, will be. You know, express so that you know. I see this as like, yeah, I'm treating this very much in the the business sense. Like I got my business cap on when I when I d- attend these Eden Eden Fractal meetings, and and yeah, so um, yeah, every I appreciate that, uh, Perry, and yeah, our goal is to really what well, we're doing it here too, right? I think uh, you know, part of the reason I'm super excited about what's going on in EOS is if the price appreciates that's going to help you know everyone here that's in here in this community who's who who is super passionate about blockchain and EOS it's going to enable us to be able to pursue our dreams and make this our full-time job so that we're not having to do you know side stuff and then doing this on the like this is our side work but this is our passionate work which should be our full-time work and and uh you know yeah it's very hopeful for the future because as soon as i become full-time and what i'm i'm passionate about like Ooh, we're going for the stars. Yeah. That was slow in the I'd sound. I'd like to uh, share a few thoughts there. Sure, All good. Go the, the, the people took a while to get their hands together. Thanks, Stefan. And yes, <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, uh, Felix, for the inspiring words and also advocating for Eden Fractal and, and uh, the Pamela pitch, of course. And then thank you also uh, for the support. It, it, it's very much appreciated um and yeah so there's there's a few things i'd like to say here and i've been working on this uh quite a bit actually over the past few days I, i've been pretty much constantly writing blog posts about these topics um so i'll share some links in the uh chat moment but uh there's four uh, links that i'll share uh so one is um it, it, it's all on a new website that i've been building called ecreators.com uh and there's a link that I'll share that has a summary of the Eden Fractal tooling to answer Eve's question uh, with also having a written resource. Um, so then, then this site shows the different uh, tooling that the Eden Fractal has built so far in addition to like the GitHub repos for the open source EOSIR software and uh, block explore links and so forth. Um, so just to just provide a brief summary of that again, there's an intuitive UI to easily rank contributions on the EOS blockchain during live events, and there's also smart contracts to instantly distribute EOS and respect tokens according to the Fibonacci ratio based rankings, and that can also be configured in how many uh, tokens are being released, like 100 EOS or, or 50 or whatever. Uh, and I also want to put a, make, make a big shout-out for James Mark, too. So Vlad has played like a huge and tremendously helpful role uh, for Eden for building this, but also James Mark, has, too. he's been doing... Really excellent work. Um, so um, I, I just want to give him some credit there. Also, in addition, we have smart contracts for submitting Eden, con- Eden submitting Eden Fractal contributor agreements, so everybody can agree to the same uh, rules on chain. And we have an interim community consensus process, which isn't really on chain right now, but um, using the consortium app, which is on chain for submitting proposals and so forth. And we're also looking to uh, use additional funding for team functionality. Uh, which we're working on now and we think could be really helpful for all all the great teams in EOS to be able to earn respect for coming to the Eden Fractal. And um, with teams, it's really helpful. It's not like everybody on the team has to go necessarily if they if they don't want to. Of course, everybody's welcome to encourage comments. It's really fun time. Uh, but also, 
the team functionality makes it so that people can represent teams. And then if we can give more respect in the EOS community to the great teams like EOS support and, and, and Gray Mass and, and the ENF and EOS Nation and Challenge Jack and, and, and Bywire and all these great people have been uh, great organizations. And that'll be a really helpful functionality. Uh, so I, I definitely encourage everybody to support uh, the pitch that Felix put up on Pomelo. Uh, and then also, I know I've been speaking for a little bit, but I'll just try to speak quickly with a couple things I think are important to share here. Um, so also to answer your question, uh, Eve, in addition to building these new features like the Teams and the and, and also building a better UI, um, thanks. Uh, it, 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 so it, it, it's also retroactive public goods funding. So I believe that uh, James and Vlad, as as uh, some other developers like Matias from Zios helped out quite a bit too. Um, but the developers for Eden Fractal are building the most full doubt in the world. It's going to enable all communities to cooperate far more effectively than ever before. And so far, they've received maybe a couple hundred EOS at most in the rewards from the Eden Fractal events, and they've also received the respect. But they haven't received very much. And I'm a big advocate of public of retroactive public goods funding. It's something that Eden Fractal Fractal method enables, and it's also something that Pomelo enables, and something that Vitalik has made a lot of great videos. So it's partially retroactive public good funding for the developers, and then partially for new features. Uh, and then also, um, just to answer uh, to what Perry was saying, and I very much appreciate your support, Perry, for myself and Peter for helping host these events. Uh, I've been trying to get my grant approved for creators, and it's been it was quite delayed. I got it on the day before the thing ended because I was redesigning the website and also. Uh, doing a lot of work on the blog post to explain how all these things work. And I also, unfortunately, was sick the week before. Uh, but I haven't been able to get approved before because I was featuring the Eden Fractal. And apparently it wasn't considered a public good because some of the EOS go out to reward contributors. Uh, and I'm happy to change that. I'm, I'm, I'm in communication with Daniel Keyes. Um, so I won't go into it too much here, but I would appreciate if everybody uh, supports it as a public good. I'll also be rewriting it as necessary. But this is the most helpful public good possible for EOS. Like, this is a system that creates public goods. I mean, also, Pomelo, it's amazing, too. Uh, and, and other things going on in the EOS community. But this fractal system that we're developing with Eden Fractal and with the Genesis Fractal and with the Alien Worlds Fractal, this is, like, profoundly helpful for all communities. So it's a great provider of public goods. Um, so I'll show links to that and also share some blog posts i've been working on about how eden fractal provides public goods for the eos community and also how eden creators is providing public goods for the eos community um and yep sorry for the long rant but i'm really right. passionate about this and i'm really inspired but thank you very much all right thanks dogman uh thanks dogman for sharing um thank you you see we've got a lot of action in the chat as well uh some people are voting for london for the eos community conference bywire claiming that UK is the most active EOS country in the world after uh, US, and he also thinks that London is the first or second most active crypto EOS city in the world. Um, yeah, where where would you like to see the conference? So we've got Andrew, who wants it to host in San Diego, so him and Kent can be there, <laughs> two community members from San Diego. Um, yeah, regardless of where it is, you know, uh, it's going to be great to hang out with all of you guys uh, in person as much as it's great hanging out with everyone uh, on audio here. Uh, would love to have some beers and, and hang out with uh, with a lot of you that are here on a regular basis. Uh, June asks if he can 
repeat his pitch from today. We're gonna I'm gonna have to say no, I think, uh, just because I don't kind of want to uh, be fair to uh, others as well. Uh, if you didn't pitch today and you missed it, um, then maybe you can jump in and do your pitch. Uh, but other than that, um, we've uh, I think the uh, timestamps are up on the pitch session already. Uh, Jason on our team is doing great work with all our stamp timestamping work. So June, maybe you can uh, find the find the timestamp and just share that link uh, directly in the chat here for people who want to listen to your uh, to your pitch. All right, uh, final story I wanted to cover today was um, wanted to talk a bit about Zios. Uh, to be honest, I'm not super up to date on uh, uh, Zios. I know the uh, token has appreciated nicely, so congratulations to the Zios holders lately. We've seen some nice, uh, nice price action on Zios. Um, I asked Matthias to join us today, but he was very busy, um, and public speaking is not his favorite thing. So actually, I'd love if you guys want to hear about Zios next week. Maybe I'll invite Matthias again to join us. Send him a private message. Tag him on Twitter. Let's let's let him know that we want him to come on here and, and share more about his project. Uh, I think that'd be great. So. Uh, if you guys can reach out to Matthias, um, hopefully we can get him on here uh, for next week. Uh, okay, so that kind of covers uh, all of the topics I wanted to talk about today. We've got maybe another 15 minutes left on the show. So if you want to, um, yeah, if you want to jump in, say hi to the community. Uh, let's not pitch our grants at this point. But if you want to uh, ask questions uh, for someone or just share your thoughts on the on the state of the network right now, uh, you know, invite you to do so uh, at this point. I was going to share mine, but that's okay. I'll, I'll speak a little bit about Zios. This is Matt from Liquid Apps. So I was working, I've worked a lot with uh, Matthias. He's using a lot of our technology in order to enable his zero knowledge proof uh, privacy token. Um, so I'll just give a, a brief update. Today, we're messing around with Liquid Storage as well. So he has that other grant that is the uh, Web3 Immortable App uh, grant. So we messed around with Liquid Storage. We got that working today. So he's making progress on that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm able to maybe answer any small questions. Since I've been working with him so much about it. But it is a, it's a very cool app. If you haven't gotten the opportunity, go and play with it. There's a five-minute YouTube tutorial if you search the channel. It does a really good job of explaining how to, how to use it and uh, all the different parts of it. So uh, very cool stuff. All right, great. Thanks, Matt, for jumping in and sharing that with us. Nope, not gonna happen, Sapiens. That was very aggressive to the ears. Clean up our ears with a little bit of lo-fi beats. Who <laughs> chose violence? Nathan asks. Sapien chose it, but I don't think it was intentional violence. Hey, this is Lars. Yes, Lars. Uh, oh, hey. hey, how's it going? Good. Um, yeah, so this is just a general question. Um, 
and I, I mean, I, I don't even know who I'm really directing this at. Um, maybe ENF representatives, uh, just community in general, if anyone's working. Do we, do we have anything, any initiatives towards a social network? Like, like on chain? Because, um, I mean, I was so excited when I first started hearing the rumors about voice. And that, that did not turn out to be what I hoped it would be. Um, so I, I don't know. Is that just like, is, is that something that anyone's thinking about or developing on or whatever? Well, there's the Violet Garden. I know that was being developed at first and then it was kind of maybe being shifted for Eden Frackley. I'm not too sure on the updates there. You reach out to John Williamson to know more about that. Um, now this is probably not what you're talking about, but there is the BBS, uh, app that is kind of like a reddit like platform that is built on eos and awards users uh you know uh, tokens the bbs tokens for engagement on that platform and that's definitely live and uh going on right now and there's a few actually pretty large communities um let me see if i can find um the link to that this is Aaron Graymass, I could probably jump in on this as well. Cool, go for it. Uh, the topic of like social networking on chain is is like really at the roots of our team, and it's something we talk about a lot. Um, we were doing that before EOS was kind of a thing back in the Steam days, and it's definitely something we'd love to get back to. But this journey. Um, of really improving the user experience is something that we really think needs to be completed first. Uh, if you want to develop a viable social platform, you need to be able to attract people that are not just crypto enthusiasts and like blockchain users. You need to be able to like mass appeal to people. Um, so for that reason, I mean, this specific topic is like so close to our hearts, and we would love to be say. Uh, we have a project in the works or something, um, but we don't. Uh, but ultimately, I think our goal someday, it might be years, um, is to kind of return back to that vision. So it's probably not what anybody wants to hear, but I think a lot of the social platforms that you're going to see today aren't going to achieve critical mass just because we really need to improve the user experience before we can build an actual social platform that everyone in the world can use. Funny, because we've talked about this before, how we got into making wallets because we yeah. wanted to build something else and then I got like stuck in the wallet box. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like our all of our founder stories. That's yeah. you know. It, it, you you pivot to these these kind of more boring things out of absolute necessity in hopes that you'll be able to get back to your like dream project someday. That's great, man. I would absolutely lose my mind if, like, Gray Mass team, like, kind of headed up, like, a social network initiative. That would be so freaking cool. I think that would bring a lot of mass adoption to people, especially from the usability point of view. Because I still, I mean, even to this day, I, I think Hive is one of the coolest stories in, like, blockchain. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and I still, I'm still on Hive. I post almost every night, you know, but I, I would just... Um, I, I always like the dream was always there that there would be something along those lines on EOS. And I, I'm sure there will be too. I, I totally think there will be. 
I was just wondering where the status is. I go so back, so far back. I actually was on Ono for anyone that re- <laughs> remembers remembers that. Did it I, ever launch? I thought it never actually came about. We were, oh man, you talk about rugs. Like we, there yeah. was, there was <laughs> yeah. a real, there was like a really committed group of us that were basically having to like translate Chinese to participate and all these other things. And, um, you know, we, I think a bunch of us like lost probably 10 months of our lives to this thing. And then before we knew it, it just kind of up and, you know, we realized we were just, you know, being kind of scammed, but, uh, was yeah. the NFT creator that flew out there to like see her. Oh, really? Well, I, I, know, I know some developers Ella? that moved to China for four months in order to, uh, to help build it. Uh, but the, yes, the woman that created it, uh, she was one of the first people I met in this space. Um, I know he got about involved in the presale. Oh, no, there's Crypto Stella, who no, but I think the, the founder, the founder of Ono. Yeah, I can't remember her name. But, but I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, it was even Jem, uh, for those of you who remember Jem, I think he was involved in trying to build that early on. Mm-hmm. Like this, it, the idea was it was going to be pretty big. Was the idea? Hive, I think, That's is definitely run. the furthest along, and they have a lot of good things going for them. Um, some, like some of the blue papers, like the request for a proposal in the Wallet Plus paper, that was very much inspired by Steam slash Hive. Um, the ability to have this low security key that you just use in your web browser, and now you don't need a wallet to sign transactions. Like that is a really powerful experience that Hive offers today. And the evolution of that really is the request for permission system that would allow EOSIO applications to do that same sort of thing. Um, so again, it kind of goes back to these technologies. Uh, Hive was designed with that posting key in mind and that, uh, that really low-level security key that you're just like, Mah, I can put it in the web browser. Who cares if somebody steals this? Um, Ooh, they can post as me. That's the risk. Um, but we're we're inching our way towards being able to have applications like that. And Hive really shows that it has the potential. I I really wish when Hive was created and forked off of Steam, they would have gone with an EOSIO code base. I know I was kind of in some back rooms encouraging it, and it's just deemed to be too much work, but we still have that opportunity to create something awesome on this tech stack that does something similar. All right, any final thoughts or comments from someone? We're gonna wrap this up in just a few minutes. Going once, going twice, sold to closing the show. All right, that's going to be it for us today. Thanks everyone for joining us live on Discord or watching us, watching the replay on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever it is. Thanks for being part of the EOS community. Thanks for joining us this week and until next week, go EOS! Oh, yes.
Goios. Goios. Come to London. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice plug, Mel. <laughs> Come, guys. Definitely. See you later.